The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling within him. Whoever does not love me will not keep my words, yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I had told you. Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives you do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts Be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father. For the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens. So then when it happens, you may believe. Gospel of the Lord. As a backdrop to our reflection on the readings today, I would like to read to you something that was written in the second century. Second century. It will challenge us to see the importance of keeping the basic tenets of our faith before us as we live and move and have our being in challenging times. We belong to a family, to a parish, to a diocese, to a church that is universal. And we are so fortunate to have these be given to us. So here's the quote. Christians are indistinguishable from other men either by nationality, language, or customs. They do not inhabit separate cities of their own or speak a strange dialect or, some, or follow some other outlandish way of life. Their teaching is not based upon human rivalries inspired by the curiosity of men. Unlike some other people, they champion no purely human doctrine, With regard to dress, food, and manner of life in general, they follow the customs of whatever city they happen to be living in, whether it is Greek or foreign. And yet there is something extraordinary about their lives. They live in their own countries as though they were only passing through. They play their full role as citizens, but labor under all the disability of aliens. Any country can be their homeland, but for them, their homeland, wherever it may be, is a foreign country. Like others, they marry and have children, but they do not expose them. They share their meals, but not their wives. 
They live in the flesh, but they are not governed by the desires of the flesh. They pass their days upon earth, but they are citizens of heaven, obedient to the laws, and yet they live on a level that transcends the law. Last week we spoke about fellowship. The readings today touch on how Christians inside the early church achieved this and the good fruit that came from it. So we could title this Good Fruit from Fellowship. We will discover in the readings how we can open our hearts to this divine action. The question we can ask ourselves is, are we actively living, loving, sorry, those around us from a God-centered, biblical and Holy Spirit-driven place? We speak about legacy in our world I believe the best legacy we can leave behind for, our, for your families, for our families, is this. He loved, he served, he gave himself 100% to everybody in Christ Jesus our Lord. It is the decision of the Holy Spirit and of us not to place on you any burden beyond these necessities. Because there arose no little dissension and debate, we should not be afraid of discussion and debate. It is part of our human experience inside the church and outside, and even more so today when conversations are heard at such a rapid pace and from all corners of the globe. The apostles and elders, in agreement with the whole church, decided to choose representatives to send them to Antioch. At St. Joseph's, we too have chosen a parish council and a finance council to represent us in matters concerning the church. Recently, in fact, two of our parishioners came with a proposal to the council. It was beautiful to witness the exchange. At the end of the the presentation... The council asked if they could arrange another meeting to go over it in more detail. Well, they do, representing you. This is the living word of God handed down to us through the apostles. They went to Jerusalem. Today, our new Jerusalem has moved to Rome, where the Pope resides and works and governs the church. Every day, he receives delegations from around the world asking for his prayers, opinion, and occasionally his official decision. This is something that is unique to the Catholic Church and something we should be very grateful for. The magisterium of the church or the teaching body of the church is what is being highlighted here. On a local level, the church must pray and come together to work things out. Recently, some of you may have heard, in San Francisco, the church decided to withhold communion to a politician because of her advocacy uh, on abortion. It's important that we assimilate and try to understand these complex situations. Archbishop Colleoni said he had been praying and fasting for years about this. He requested many times to speak to this person but got no response. Nevertheless, they know each other well, and the Archbishop considers her a sister in Christ and is praying for her and for her conversion. 
I recommend an interview he did, and uh, you can find it AmericanMagazine.org, an interview that the Archbishop gave. So after careful discernment, he deemed it necessary to pronounce this decision. May we follow his example of prayer, silence, fasting, and asking advice from wise people as we look to help each other on the path to conversion. The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have told you. When we follow these simple steps, we will experience the guidance of the Holy Spirit, starting our meetings or discussions in his name, invoking the Holy Spirit, listening to each other intently, asking the curious and at times difficult questions, and making the decision that we hope is the right one. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. I want to share a quote, a quote from Pope Emeritus Benedict that I think helps tie, actually, these different things that we've spoken about. The path to attainment of the common good and to peace is above all of respect for human life in all its many aspects beginning with its conception, through its development, and up to its natural end. True peacemakers, then, are those who love, defend, and promote human life in all its dimensions, personal, communitarian, and transcendent. Life in its fullness is the height of peace. Anyone who loves peace cannot tolerate attacks and crimes against life. So that's my homily. I didn't time it, so I have just one other thing I would like to say. The sort of housekeeping rules. Just sort of like to keep St. Joseph's flowing well. Summer is here. right? I don't need to say this at St. Joseph's, but I'll say it anyway. It's always a good uh, reminder. Let's dress well. Dress appropriately and modestly for Mass. It's a beautiful thing to do. And you do, by the way. Given the layout of the church, and here I want to start by maybe saying, I love that the children are here. You are giving us the future of our church. Right, nevertheless, it's a tight space. And so if you find that it's like getting a little too noisy with one of yours, do what you have to do so that no one gets too ruffled. But I repeat, without your children here, this church does not continue in the future. In the first weekend of June, as we've already said, there is a parish mission. This has come out of the blue from left field. God wanted it. I asked the priest and he said, I've been waiting for St. Joseph to give me an invitation. So it's not unimportant, the parish mission. So if you can attend personally, do so. If you can't, look through the streaming And nevertheless, if none of that's possible for you, know that there is a parish mission on the weekend of Holy Spirit, the birth of the church. I want to thank you for your financial support. You know, not only does it keep the lights on and the water fountains working, but it enables people to come and experience the peace and the oasis that is here in this place. 
Right? So obviously your financial support is greatly appreciated. Be security conscious. We live in a kind of a crazy time. And so um, eyes open. Don't leave things in your car that someone could maybe be tempted to take. Right? Just be security conscious and security for everybody around us. And thank you to the men who help us with that. Lastly, we put up speed limits around the church. Right? Not because you go 50 miles an hour, <laughs> but because we need to go slow. Because the kids tend to run out at all times when you less expect it. So I know you don't want to run anybody over. Right? So if you go slow, you won't. And that's a good thing. So those were the housekeeping rules. Uh, the homily I spend a lot of time on thinking about it and praying about it and hoping that maybe something in it helps you. Certainly helped me. And, and so now we go to the most important part of Mass, which is the Eucharistic celebration, when Jesus, <clears throat> baby Jesus, boy Jesus, man Jesus, crucified Jesus, comes down on the altar. Not a remembrance, not a reenactment, not a play. This is the real deal. And we are so lucky to be here. God is greater than all our fears and knows our needs. Counting on the Father's boundless mercy, we now pray. That the church will stand before the world without stain or blemish, holy and obedient to God's word, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That the visions in the world will be healed, violence will cease, and the peace of God's kingdom will bless the earth we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the blessings on the police, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, and all those who protect us at the risk of their own lives, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That God will strengthen and preserve our parish in this holy service, we pray to the Lord. That we may never turn a deaf ear to those who ask for our help, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for John Dominic Fraticelli. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And their perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed Heavenly Father, we know that you hear our prayers and attend to our needs. Increase in us the virtues of faith, hope, and love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.